Shazam? Peace, man. What a joke. Hello and welcome back to Elseworlds, the DC fan podcast. And that's right, two days in a row here of new episodes. You must be thinking, what is going on? That's what most people are thinking when they're on Twitter, uh, and all these announcements keep coming. Rumors and announcements. We tried to get, we tried to play catch-up on yesterday's episode, but then James Gunn shot down what, I don't know, 15 minutes of the episode was about, and I had to add an amendment, uh, you know, a little uh, alteration at the beginning of the audio podcast that said, hey, actually, he's not thinking of using Robert Pattinson's Batman. Which is fine. Um, I couldn't do that to the video f- file, so I put a little note in the show notes. But uh, so if you're watching the video or you watch the video from yesterday's, which we you know is one of our better uh, viewed videos, just know that uh, that is not the case. There is not going to be Robert Pattinson as a cornerstone of the DCU. Uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran are working on. But we did get a little bit more of an idea on what that is going to entail uh, last night, um, actually. So, like I said, I don't know. I put that episode up at like 12.30 yesterday. I was off of work, and that news broke about the Robert Pattinson thing. So I was like, I'll cover it, so that way this episode's not outdated. And then, you know, 12.05 I saw, which was after I already recorded, but is as I was editing the rest of it. Put the uh, denial out at around like 12.05. And I was, I was all set to press publish. I had to go back and like add a little thing that just said, hey, that may not happen. And then I thought, okay, well, I'll publish this now. It's probably the most news we're going to get in quite some time. Who would have thought Wednesday would have been such a busy day? For the DCU and James Gunn, and here we are. Uh, here it is. Uh, last night, I'm not sure what happened first. If he reported it first, like if it was reported first, or if he came out and said it first. But uh, this is what James Gunn had tweeted. He said, "Peter and I have a DC slate ready to go, which we couldn't be more over the moon about." We'll be able to share some exciting information about our first projects at the beginning of the new year. So wait, time out? I kind of talked about that yesterday's episode. That I think before Gunn said, like around New Year, after we reach 2023, he'll be able to talk about this a little bit more. And he confirmed it here. He said at the beginning of the new year. Now, I'm not expecting January 1st to get like this full slate. (laughs) I'm not expecting that. But I'm expecting sometime in January, February, we're probably going to get some information about what the plans are. Uh, and I think Gunn might just do it over Twitter. I mean, he's been very active on Twitter. And, 
you know, communicating with the fans, which is such a refreshing difference from the previous regimes where the rumors would swirl for months and months and months. We'd have to wait for DC fandom. We'd have to wait for Comic-Con to get clarification on some of this stuff. And we never really knew what was going on. You know, how many times would people ask Henry Cavill, are you coming back? And he is like, I don't know. And then like they ask, you know, Hamada or something. And it's kind of like radio silence, you know, or hints. Like we had hints from the rock, you know, all the way through the black Adam stuff. But that wasn't coming from the figurehead of DC. Uh, now this is. Now James Gunn is one of those figureheads. And uh, so this was one of the... So the next line on the tweet. This is what got me really excited. Among those on the slate is Superman. In the initial stages, our story will be focusing on an earlier part of Superman's life. So the character will not be played by Henry Cavill. Now, some people think, okay, does that mean it's still taking place in that Henry Cavill thing? I would think not, because Henry Cavill did play a young Clark at some points. It was covered pretty well in Man of Steel. So I'm going to say no. Uh, I think that is his way of gently letting Henry Cavill and Zack Snyder fans down by saying, because it's earlier, I can't recast him in it. Because, uh, you know, Henry Cavill's, what, in his 40s? Something like that. Um, I'm assuming he's, he's pushing for like a, like a 25 year old Superman is probably what I think we're probably heading, heading towards, which is exciting, which is exciting. Uh, but okay. So, uh, then James Gunn said, but we just had a great meeting with Henry and we're big fans. And we talked about a number of exciting possibilities to work together in the future. Some people also took that to mean Superman. I, I'm thinking that's more of another role inside the new DCU is kind of my initial thought on that. Uh, so that was his like three tweet thread there. But then somebody asked James if he is writing and directing. He said, I am writing and have been for a while. We don't know who is directing yet. So I know some people were very, very worried about James Gunn writing Superman and thinking that his style doesn't really mesh with uh, Superman, but I think James Gunn is good enough uh, and more and talented enough to change his style to fit what is working on. The reason why I think Guardians and Suicide Squad have a lot of the same style and a lot of the same James Gunn isms is because a lot of those characters are blank slates. You know, when we look at Guardians of the Galaxy, they weren't well known before. You know, uh, even the comic fans, they were not as well known as somebody like Superman, who's the, you know, the, the greatest super, one of the greatest superheroes of all time. I have Spider-Man, I have Superman, I have Batman in that category of the greatest superheroes of all time. And Superman is up there. Okay, Rocket, Groot, Star-Lord, Gamora, Drax, Mantis, Cosmo, Yondu, Kraglin, they're not up there. They are much more blank slates for James to work on and fit to his mold. Same thing with Polka Dot Man, King Shark, um, Peacemaker, you know, those type of characters, Weasel, that he used in the, the second Suicide Squad movie where he had obscure characters. He's able to do whatever he wants to him. He can't do that with Superman. And I think he knew this was going to be coming out soon. 
whether he announced it or not. And I think that's why on Saturday he probably put out that tweet about Superman's 44th anniversary. He talked about how it was up there with Star Wars for him as inspirational and how great that movie is. That's the type of movie we're looking for. We're looking for another Richard Donner, Christopher Reeve, Superman-esque movie. That's what I'm looking for anyway. And I think that's what a lot of Superman fans are looking for in a Superman film. I think we're kind of done with... And I think Cavill could have done it. I do. But if he's going to go younger, I think James, he just got the job in November, should have the flexibility and the... uh, the flexibility to do whatever he wants to do. It's his vision. He was hired for this job. So for me, if you're going to lock him down, chain him down, weigh him down by saying you have to use Cavill, you have to use Ben Affleck Batman, you have to use Ezra Miller Flash, I think at that point, why are you even hiring him? Right? If you're going to chain him down, if you're going to weigh him down with with all that has come before, what's the point of even hiring James Gunn? Now, this may mean that eventually, you know, Peacemaker Season 2, whatever Waller project was in process before, might either not happen or what I would think is actually going to happen and then sail off into the sunset with that. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that those things will just kind of fall off. I could be wrong. But what I like to hear, and we talked about this last episode, that Superman is a huge priority for James Gunn. I love that he's writing it. I love that he's such a big fan of the 78 film. And I am so ready to see what he has in store for us. Now, he's probably not going to direct it. Is, is kind of my thought on it. I think he probably would rather not because he's probably going to be busy with Peacemaker Season 2. He's probably going to be busy with the rest of the slate that he's doing. Maybe he already has a movie in this slate that he's like, that's the one I want to work on. Like, that's the one I want to direct. And maybe he's just going to write this and then give it to somebody that he thinks can nail the Superman iconography and the themes and all that great stuff. So that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, We'll see. I'm kind of down with whatever James' vision is on this project. I want to see what his thought is. Now, not about Superman here, but then he was asked about Ben Affleck, and he said, met with Ben yesterday precisely because he wants to direct, and we want him to direct. We just have to find the right project. So I don't think Ben Affleck's directing Superman, but I think they're looking at something that maybe Ben Affleck would be willing to come over and direct, whether it is the DCU Batman, and he's not playing him, and he has that weight off of his shoulders, or if it's just uh, a a fun film that speaks to what Ben Affleck wants to do. I think that's good. He's massaging the relationships that have come before, and the fact that Ben uh, Affleck even wants to work with him and had a meeting with him, I think is great news for what James is going to be doing going forward. Okay, somebody also asked him about the Superman movie, if it was an origin, he said no. Now, the Hollywood Reporter story on this gave a little bit more news on this. 
This Superman will be on the younger side, but he will not be living in Smallville, but rather will be Daily Planet reporter Clark Kent, according to Insiders. That's great. We don't need an origin. Everybody knows Superman's origin. We got it in the cartoon. We got it in Smallville. We've had scenes of it in Superman and Lois. We had it in Superman 78. We had it in Man of Steel. We've had enough of Superman's origin. He's like him and Bruce Wayne and Peter Parker have the most famous origin stories of all time when it comes to these heroes. So good. Skip that. I'm I'm expecting almost this to be like the Tom Holland Spider-Man. I don't mean same style. What I'm saying is he's just already Superman. We're getting into it. He's going to be younger. Let's go. Everybody already knows it. Why waste time on it? Like Andrew Garfield's Mark Webb Spider-Man, when they rebooted that, they redid the origin. And it's one of those things that you don't have to keep redoing it. Now, of course, with Mark Webb's Spider-Man, they kind of changed some things. They kind of used more of the ultimate Spider-Man uh, origin with his parents being like spies and you know all that kind of stuff. But uh, I'm assuming this will be a pretty standard Superman film and i'm just happy that this will be one that we can kind of look forward to i don't know when to expect this and maybe that's what we'll get to know in january after the new year um henry cavill right after gun posted or around the same time he posted this on his instagram i just had a meeting with james gunn and peter saffron and it's sad news everyone oh it's sad news everyone sorry Put the wrong emphasis there. It, I will, after all, not be returning as Superman. After being told by the studio to announce my return back in October prior to their hire, this news isn't the easiest, but that's life. The changing of the guard is something that happens. I respect that. James and Peter have a universe to build. I wish them and all involved with the new universe the best of luck and the happiest of fortunes. Superman is still around. Uh, my turn to wear the cape has passed, but what Superman stands for... Never will. It's been a fun ride with you all, onwards and upwards. Perfectly executed, classy statement from Henry Cavill. It's why we love him. I know some people were saying he left The Witcher for this, and I think I kind of thought that too, but I'm starting to think no way did he leave The Witcher for this. I'm thinking maybe he was just having problems with... Um, uh, maybe how it was heading direction-wise. I know that, like, I've watched the first season. I thought it was good, but I, I know a lot of hardcore Witcher fans were somebody that uh, did not like, you know, the ones that read the book didn't really like the way it was going. And Cavill's read the books, I believe, and he's also played the games, so he may be feeling the same way and, ha and had to step away. Maybe there was a disagreement. The only reason that's making me think that this wasn't due to Superman is because that Superman stuff happened really quick near the release of Black Adam. And that um, Liam Hemsworth signing on to The Witcher for Season 4 happened... They had that lined up for when they announced it, which to me makes me think that there's no way they already had hired and found somebody to replace Cavill like a couple weeks after Black Adam. I think it was actually only like a week or two, right? It, it wasn't long. So the fact that they already had somebody lined up makes me think that his exit was in the works for a, a little bit and probably does not have anything to do with the Superman news. 
But you feel for the guy. He finally got back. The studio said, hey, you can announce this. When they knew they were about to hire a new studio head, why would you put Henry Cavill in that position? You know you're about to... Like, this happened, like, what, October 25th? It was a Monday, I think. Monday or Tuesday after the release of Black Adam. So it was, like, Monday 24th or 25th of October, the Tuesday. One of those two days, Henry Cavill goes out there and says, hey, I'm back. They announced James Gunn like two or three days later for a November 1st start date. Right? So why? Why would you do that when you know you're hiring somebody that might have totally different ideas than bringing Cavill back? Why would you tell him to go make an announcement it's just, this is the issue people have had with WB. They don't know what they're doing. The head doesn't know what the body is doing. They're stumbling around. They finally have authentic leadership with somebody that loves the characters in James Gunn. And, of course, now it creates this issue online where a lot of these uh, you know Snyder fans or Cavill fans are very not happy that they kind of got jerked around again. But it is what it is. I would have loved to see Cavill come back. I would have loved, you know, we talked about it on the Black Adam show. But ultimately, if you hire somebody to lead your universe, I want them to have complete autonomy on what they are doing. I want them to have the complete responsibility to map out this arc for this 10 years. Biggest story ever told that James Gunn keeps saying. I want him to have the full authority to do what he wants to do and not be handicapped with oh we're gonna hire you for this but you gotta keep henry cavill and you gotta keep this and you gotta keep that let him keep what he wants to keep let him explore what he wants to explore and let's go forward the fact that we're finally going to have another superman film is exactly what i was just talking about last episode where we're talking about how james gunn had said it was such a priority to get superman and their biggest priority. Now we know what he means by that. It's such a big priority, he's writing it. <laughs> this is probably, I would think, the movie that's going to kick it off. Kick off this whole new universe, I think, is going to be this this one. So, that's what I'm hoping for. I really hope that this is how it goes. Uh, apparently, he also met with Patty Jenkins. Is uh, I'm not sure what article that was on. I heard somebody else report that. That they might work with her in something down the line that's not Wonder Woman 3. I can't find that now. But I heard somebody talk about it. If that's the case, great. He's, like I said, he's massaging the relationships that have come before. And, you know, Patty Jenkins, we talked about it last episode, denied the claims. And so did James Gunn about her being difficult to work with and this is what's interesting anytime James Gunn is shooting down these rumors some people think that he's the one putting them out but what I'm actually starting to think is the internal politics people that were loving the direction that they were going upset with the changes he's making that leaks stuff like oh he wants to use you know Robert Pattinson or leaking stuff that is incorrect to try to get people to either turn against him or just you know spreading bs i don't know but 
that's kind of where I'm at with it. You know, WB seems like a very divided company with how everything's going on. You always get these numerous stories by tons of people. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking about them coming out and people immediately leaking that they were working on Batman Beyond um, and that got canceled and, and stuff like that, that they were trying to like say, hey, you know this thing you guys have been asking for? James Gunn's the one that put an end to it to kind of like spin that. That's kind of my vibe I was getting from the internal politics of WB from outside. I mean, of course, we're externally viewing this. I have no clue on what's actually happening. But what I love is that he comes out and immediately says that's incorrect. That's what he did yesterday with the report about the Robert Pattinson Batman. He says, you know, and he compliments the guy who wrote it. Hey, I love your stuff. You might need to get a new source because your source was incorrect on this. And that guy, the writer for that, I forget who it was, but he put a well-placed source, which makes me think he thought it was really legit, somebody high up. But that's what I'm saying. Somebody may be wrestling for some of the power, and James Gunn has to come out and shoot that down immediately. And Matt Reeves chimed in and said, I really like the source of James Gunn. (laughs) You know, like... We know that they've spoke. We, I think they're friends, Matt Reeves and Gunn, but he said that he was one of the first people he called. So I'm feeling really good about their working relationship. He's probably leaving that Batman universe alone. I think he had even said on Twitter before he really was looking forward to that Batman movie before he took over um, as the DC head. So I, I think he's just going to be like, hey, you finish up your trilogy, do whatever you want. We're going to have our own Batman over here. It's all good. Um, but yeah, I mean, looking forward, I I feel like if we're going to talk about rebooting, I would think that most of these things are, most of the stuff's going to be rebooted, right? Um, maybe this is why you're getting Jason Momoa rumors for Lobo is because, you know, they're like, Hey, you you did two Aquaman, but we still want to work with you the way that they just did to Cavill. We still want to work with you, James or Jason. We still want to work with you. Let's get you in Lobo. You did two Aquaman. You did some stuff. I mean, he's worked with Momoa with doing the cameo for Peacemaker. So, you know, Gunn was fine to play in the sandbox. But once he got control, he's like, hey, I have to do what we have to do. And, and that's the thing, too. A lot of people are very upset with this. but And I can tell you why I'm not. I, I like these movies, right? I, I've talked about I really liked Black Adam. I really liked... Um, Shazam. I'm still very excited for Fury of the Gods and all that. But the baggage that comes with these films, when most of them have not been critically received well, have not been received well by the audience, have not made as much money as they should have, you can't keep going down that road. You know, I've had people ask me about DC because they know I'm such a DC and Marvel fan. They're like, hey, I just can't really get into that one. I tried watching Man of Steel or Batman vs. Superman. I can't really get into that style. I'd say, you know, okay, well, try skipping those. Watch like Shazam. If you like Marvel, you probably like Shazam. And then uh, they'd be like, I want more of this. And you're like, well, there's not really more of that (laughs) at all. I'd say watch the Suicide Squad. You like Guardians of the Galaxy? Watch the Suicide Squad. And my friend Jack, who's been on the show talking Peacemaker, 
really, when it comes to DC, only likes those things. Peacemaker, Suicide Squad. And what I think is interesting about that is, uh, you know, I've had people ask me about Black Adam. Like, hey, do I have to watch anything before that? Like, what's the deal with this? It it's it gets cluttered, right? And it starts bogging it down of, oh, they're still working on that one that we didn't like. I'll skip that one. And when and the reason why people will skip it is because they either been let down too many times by that brand. You know, Black Adam's probably going to break even or close to it. Lose a little bit, gain a little bit. It's going to be somewhere around that. And we talked about that last episode. Not enough to probably warrant a sequel. And now I think we know for sure. Probably not, right? Probably rebooting all this. And what I look at that is I say, this is what we need, right? The Batman did one of the best theatrical experiences Probably since Aquaman, if we're looking at money made wise. And what's interesting about that is, and I think I'd read somebody else or listened to another podcast that kind of positioned it this way as well. The reason why that movie may have been so good, like financially, is because, one, it didn't cost as much as some of these. We talked about Aquaman blowing up to 205 million last episode. It's insane. And the Flash has probably surpassed that at this point. But the Batman didn't cost that much as some of these other films. And since it was disconnected, eh, people were a little bit more open to it. Plus the good reviews, people really flocked to see it. When you have you know Black Adam not getting good reviews... And Wonder Woman 2 not doing well on streaming and, you know, not doing well critically as well. It gets tougher for people to buy in and say, I'm going to spend my $15 to go see this DC film. So when we get a new Superman movie and we're able to say this is totally brand new start. I expect that movie to do better financially than some of these movies at the tail end of this Snyderverse, if that's what we're going to call it, the DCEU. Because more people... And then if it's good, if it gets good reviews, and if it's a good movie, it's going to make even more money. And that's where it kind of falls apart. I know people will say, like, you know, when I look at Batman vs. Superman, I say, it's an alright film. But... It should have made a billion dollars. It was Batman versus Superman, two of the oldest superheroes, two of the biggest names. And then people point to this opening weekend and says, it did really great opening weekend. But the reason it fell off is because of word of mouth. People weren't digging it. There's the subset of fans that did. I walked out and said, hey, that was better than I had heard, right? But when you have the bad word of mouth and the bad critical reception, it makes people want to stay home. Now I will always go see these because I'm fans and I think I rather make up my own mind than listen to the, you know, whatever the common perception is. I want to go see this movie, but some people are not like that. Some people say, especially nowadays, they might say, I'm going to wait till streaming. 
You know, Strange World. I wanted to see that in theaters. And then I heard bad reviews. I heard bad word of mouth. And it wasn't making a lot of money. And guess what? That came out Thanksgiving. It's hitting Disney Plus in December of December 23rd, next week, next Friday. I felt like I didn't even have time to go see it in theaters, and now it's already hitting streaming. Now, of course, HBO is not going to be doing that anymore because Zaslav is like totally destroying HBO Max. But you will have some people that will wait. You know, they may not have only a month to wait, but they might wait the three months and say, I'll rent it. I'll rent it for three bucks. Or I'll, you know, it'll come on HBO Max and I'll watch it. And that is the kind of stuff that has hurt the brand. And now they're the the gist of it is getting that brand back up. And what better way than starting with a new Superman and launching this universe? Man of Steel did okay financially. And I think this movie coming up, if it's good, right? We'll probably make around the Batman numbers or a little less. But then the potential is for growth. You get people in. And then eventually, with the good word of mouth, right? If it's a good movie, people go see it in theaters. But then also the people that have waited catch up with it online. On HBO Max. On DVD. And they say, that was really good. They might turn this thing around. And then they go and the sequel comes out. Or a tie-in, Justice League, whatever their plan is. And they say, oh, I liked that Superman. I like what James Gunn is doing. I'm going to do that. Most people probably, most casuals. Alright, if you're listening and watching this, you're probably not casual. Here's how to find out if you're casual or if your friends are casual. Ask them who's in charge of DC Studios. If there's somebody that's not plugged into our world... With DC Comics, Marvel, television, movie news, they're not going to know. If I go ask my grandfather right now, who's in charge of DC, he's not going to have any clue. He knows who Superman is, though. And if that movie comes out and is good, he might give it a watch. That's what they need to do. It's not going to appeal to hardcore fans. They want to appeal to everyone with this reset so it can grow. Too much baggage with the current iteration of the DCU and uh, the DC characters. That's what James Gunn was brought in to fix, and I think he's going to do it with this Superman movie. We'll probably wrap it up here. I don't want to go on too long. I could go on and talk this stuff all day. I really do love talking Superman and all these characters. Um, Yeah, so I don't know what episode's coming next. I didn't think I'd be recording one this quick, but if it is... You know, a quick turnaround in the new year for when this slate's released. You're going to get another episode with the new slate. And what you're also going to get is hopefully a guest on to talk with the slate. I'll have to see if I can find somebody on here. I don't like rambling on by myself, so I I really want to find a full-time co-host if possible. But if I can't at that point, I'm going to see if I can get a guest for the slate episode when that comes out. But yeah, that'll about wrap us up. Uh, Superman and Lois, by the way, just real quick, we're talking Superman. That's coming back March 14th for season three. Maybe the last episode, the last season, with all the question marks here, with CW canceling stuff. I don't know. We'll see. But if you want to give us a follow on all of our platforms, we are at 
Elseworlds DC fan. We just launched a new logo and all that stuff on our socials. So give that a check out. And uh, yeah, have a great rest of your week. Happy holidays if I don't record anything before Christmas. And we'll catch you next time.